Hello there, everybody. How you doing? You know, I sound happy and everything, but I got to be honest with you. I'm actually a little bit sad today. And, you know, it might sound kind of silly, I guess, especially now, because it's been maybe a couple weeks or whatever. But, you know, I really feel bad that Tom Petty died. I really do. And, you know, when someone dies, people go, oh, it's so terrible. And, oh, you know, they have, you know, this litany of, you know, uh, automatic responses that apply to news like that. Okay. And it's almost tradition at this point to, oh, you know, at least they didn't suffer or, you know, the, you know, the typical BS really that we say when someone dies, but. You know, it's like when Prince died, okay, uh, I felt bad, okay? I mean, we really did lose something special because, you know, like it or not, you know, Prince was really, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you don't need me to tell you, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, You know, he was just uh, probably the greatest live performer ever. I mean, the guy was just amazing. Whether you liked his music or not is irrelevant. I mean, let's let's face it. You have to admit that this guy could play, man. You know, and when he died, it was a real loss, you know, and and I did feel bad. I felt really bad, actually. But I got to tell you, with this Tom Petty thing, and it's been a couple weeks now, you know, and I've had a lot of time to kind of think about it. And instead of like, you know, time going by and forgetting about it, I'm actually kind of thinking about it more, you know, just, um, you know, I wasn't like the world's hugest Tom Petty fan. Uh, I liked a lot of his material and everything, and there's no question the guy could write a song, you know, and, uh, and that's great and all, but really what I liked most about Tom Petty was his personality and when he would talk in interviews and just kind of how he did business, you know, and uh, you just don't hear too many artists, especially on his level, you don't hear too many people talking like he did and acting like he did, you know, and of course now that he's he has passed away, um, there's going to be all these people that will, you know, provide you with a soundbite about how great of a guy he was or some story about Tom Petty or his last song he ever played or the blah, 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 okay? But go back further, you know, in his career sometime and just kind of listen to some of his interviews and uh, his approach to the music industry and uh, a little bit of his story. And it's really kind of... um, It's just really sad that he's not around anymore, you know? So, I won't say too much more about that. I just figured that I'd share it with you, you know? That that pipe choir notices that the world is now going to go on without Tom Petty. And there's emotion there. There's real, genuine emotion there on my end. Don't know about you, but that's how I feel. Anyway, so I have an idea for today. 
Um, I'm going to introduce you to somebody, somebody new. Okay. Does that sound like something you'd be interested in? Um, and, you know, honestly, this introduction that I'm about to do is way overdue. Way overdue. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you about a friend of mine from way back in the day. All right. And um, a fascinating individual. I mean, really? Wow. If he's not the most interesting person I've ever known, he's definitely in the top three. Okay. And um, he's inspired me. He's impressed me. And uh, we met a long, long time ago. Um, Well, I guess I should start with his name, right? Uh, This person that I'm going to tell you about, his name is Eric Muss Barnes. Okay. And uh, like I said, we've been friends forever. Okay. Um, There was a long stretch of time where we kind of lost touch with each other, but we've recently, you know, reconnected and kind of picked up where we left off. And I just love this guy. You know, he's just, uh, he's a remarkable person. Okay. He's, he's unlike anybody else you're going to meet. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Um, well, okay. We'll go back to the beginning. Like I said, when Eric and I first met, I met him when I was attending college, like right out of high school. Okay. And we were both attending the same school and kind of hanging around with the same group of people. And I was aware of him, but I didn't know his name or anything like that. But I'd seen him around. There were a lot of people in this group uh, that were kind of like hovering around Thumper Incorporated, you know, when I was drumming for them. And uh, he was one of the crowd. Well, this group of friends and I decided that we were going to go to Lollapalooza. And I believe it was like in 1992. It was the one where the Jesus and Mary Chain were playing on that tour in Soundgarden. Um, But Eric and I went to this concert together and we wound up talking and becoming friends. And um, he was one of the first people that really got introduced to Pipe Choir. And he was definitely um, like the first fan of Pipe Choir. Okay. When Eric heard my music. He had faith in me instantly. Okay. He got it. He saw the vision. He, he saw a future with it. Okay. And that's really where the story of Eric and I begins. Okay. At this Lollapalooza concert and kind of talking and hanging out. And it was really cool because he was a video director. Okay. Like he was an aspiring filmmaker and um, he was a fan of pipe choir so he was willing to kind of uh, you know merge with me a little bit on some ideas you know making videos and stuff and that's why some of my first videos ever back in like 1992 and all that those were made by him okay and we became really good friends and it really was like at first it was about the music and the videos and all that but really after just a short period of time i mean i realized that what he and i had in common more than creativity or art or music or anything 
was our sense of humor. I mean, we had the exact same sense of humor. And he has this quality um, that I that I really kind of love in people, okay? And it's the ability to laugh at yourself. Like, you're serious about your work, you're serious about what you're doing, but you're able to laugh at things and have fun with it. So it's not just business all the time. It's, it's funny, you know? And probably, you know, a Cleveland sense of humor, which I would describe as like, you know, when something is just so stupid, it's funny. Okay. In, in a nutshell, that's how I would describe it. And he, he and I shared this. Okay. So um, there was this sense of sarcasm about what we were doing and even uh, pointed at ourselves. And it was funny and, and a happy situation, a happy creative process with him. And we just became friends and we stayed friends for a really long time okay like we never really had a um a moment when we didn't like each other there was never really a moment of contention between him and i over anything okay so the relationship was great and he was just really a great guy okay but now aside from that aside from the film and the sense of humor and all that stuff okay Eric was, like, really eccentric, okay? He didn't give a what people thought, okay? He was doing his own thing. Eric did not care what people thought about anything, you know? And I'll give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. Like, he had this car. This is, like, one of the first things I remember about him. He had this white car. I forget what kind of car it was, but it was older. It was this big white, you know, boat, you know, maybe a, like a 1977 Monte Carlo white, you know, and uh, he had it decorated. Okay. Like the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars. Okay. So he decorated his car like the Millennium Falcon inside and out. Okay. Now, I thought that was like the most punk rock thing. It was hilarious, but it was awesome. Like, like that he even thought of that. Okay. And he, and he had it down to like the details, you know, he paid attention to details and it was brilliant, you know, probably ultimately pointless. It was serving him and him only probably maybe some people noticed or something, but that didn't matter. He was doing his own thing. And of all the qualities of Eric, okay, this is my favorite one, okay? Now, over the years, even though Eric and I, for a while, probably starting in like 2002, when I left Ohio, okay, um, Eric and I kind of like broke, like he went one way and I went the other. Like, literally, I went, you know, left and he went right. So he wound up in uh, California, okay, um, Burbank, California at first, and then I was in Massachusetts. So uh, we were literally on opposite sides of the country, okay? And that probably had something to do with why we lost touch with each other for a while. But 
you know, maybe over the past year, him and I have kind of reconnected and we've picked up again right where we left off. And um, honestly, over the years, even though him and I weren't really talking, every once in a while, I would kind of like check in on him to see what he was doing. Like, what was he creating? You know, and, you know, he's published books. Uh, actually, when I think about it, OK, I should say this. He published a book before we left Ohio called The Gothic Rainbow. OK, and it was a novel that he wrote himself. It was a novel that he published himself. And this was like long before people were really doing self-publishing. And uh, I was so impressed with that. You know, like uh, he was making it happen. Like Eric was the kind of person, um, you know, probably a little like myself. Okay, where you you hatch a plan, you hatch an idea, and you make it happen by yourself. Like you don't rely on anyone else. You do it yourself, and um, that is something that him and I had in common. And I honestly, I think it was a little easier for me as a musician to do it myself than it was for him to do all the stuff that he was doing because he didn't just stop at authoring books and he's published several books now. I'll give you links for all of his stuff in the description on this, okay? So you can check it out for yourself. But aside from authoring books, uh, he started his own skateboard company, like rap company, okay? So, um like decals for your skateboards. Okay. That's the best way I can describe it. You can check it out for yourself. And, um, now what he was doing with these skateboard wrap things, these wraps that you put around your skateboard or these decals. Okay. Was he was, <laughs> he was photographing like these totally hot women from, <laughs> from Los Angeles, you know, that he knew. And <laughs> and he was putting their pictures on skateboards, okay? And when I saw that he was doing that, you know, I was just like, I had to laugh, you know? I mean, I just had to laugh because that's him, <laughs> you know? That's him doing a new thing, coming up with a new idea and making it happen, you know? Of course, it wasn't a raging success. He's not a multimillionaire. But he was doing it. He made it happen. And it was real. Okay? And that inspires me. You know? And it just made me love him. You know? But damn. Like, yeah. Go, man. Go. Keep going. Don't ever stop, Eric. Don't ever stop. Keep going. And he didn't. You know? He didn't stop. He eventually wound up working for Walt Disney in their CGI department or something like that. Um, you know, they saw his brilliance, you know, and, uh, he's still out in California, but now, okay, now he's on to his next thing. Okay. And his next thing, Eric Must Barnes, the, the fricking genius. Okay. Uh, doing his own thing. He's a, he is a genius at doing his own thing. Okay. Um, so here's what Eric's doing now. Okay, 2017. Actually, it started, I think, a ways back, maybe 2015, 2016. Again, I'll leave you uh, a link in the description for this so you can check it out for yourself. But 
Eric started his own YouTube channel, okay? And what he's doing, what he's featuring on this YouTube channel is moving into what they call a tiny home, okay? So he's taking it upon himself to downsize all of his possessions, all of his belongings down to a bare minimum, okay? And he took all of his money that he had saved, okay? And he bought a huge plot of land out in the Mojave Desert, okay? So it's this huge plot of land. It's desert, but it's his, okay? And then on it, he had this house built on a trailer, okay? That he can drive out into the middle of nowhere, you know, set it down, and that's where he lives. And it's uh, subsistence-level living, okay? And... His YouTube channel is kind of like documenting and journaling this whole process, okay? And it's really, really amazing that he's doing it, okay? It doesn't surprise me, but it impresses me, and it inspires me, you know? And I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. He is an original. He is everything an artist aspires to be okay and wow how fortunate I am to not only know about him but to actually know him um, and hopefully after you listen to this you'll check him out and you'll see what I mean I mean he's doing his own thing you know he's got a cowboy hat and a <laughs> And a, a sidearm <laughs> on his hip. I mean, he's he's doing his own thing. He's eccentric, you know. But you can't deny it. This guy is freaking brilliant. Okay, and he serves as an inspiration for all artists. Let me tell you, you know, uh, he is a guy who is doing it on his own. He's doing it, and he makes it happen, and he pays attention to details, and he does the harder thing, and he does it well. And, you know, up until this point, you know, he hasn't made major money from his craft. He hasn't made any major money from his books or skateboards or all the other things that he's created, because there's a lot, okay? I mean, this guy's busy, and he's really doing it. But... He keeps doing it. Like, he keeps going. Like, it's not about the financial reward. It's about self-satisfaction and having done the harder thing or having done a great thing. And man, if that doesn't inspire you like it inspires me, I don't know what to tell you, you know? So check him out. That's really all I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, so for now, this is Mike Bostwick signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy. <laughs>